1: If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with
0: Pam Yonke. Hello, friends, and Happy New Year. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. Glad to be back in the big chair. Sure want to thank Aaron Zimmerman and Stephanie Hoff for doing a wonderful job taking care of business on a daily basis at the MidwestFarmReport.com. Fabulous farm babe on Facebook. And, of course, right here Uh, Really got a chance to recharge the batteries a little bit, get a chance to catch up with friends and family, and now happy to be with you in 2022. Boy, I'll tell you what, today the weather could provide us some big challenges. You've probably been hearing about all the winter weather advisories that are out there. Depending on where you are, there are little caveats that could impact your day. I think for a lot of folks in the rural community, the wind will become noticeable. Today, we've got about a 40% chance of snow showers coming through. That wind is going to keep us at right around 16 degrees and move that snow around. So for people that live out in the country, that could become problematic. Tomorrow, cloudy skies 12 above. Friday, some sunshine but not very warm. Single digits on Friday. Then Saturday, we bounce up to 28. Stumach, meteorologist, has more of the weather details in about 15 minutes.
1: Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
2: Get insurance from a company who knows Wisconsin and cares about your community. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home and auto rates? Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more about products and discounts. Rural
1: Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong.
3: Planning season well underway for farmers as far as their 2022 cropping plans, not a very happy planning season, of course, with the fertilizer prices the way they are, availability, also herbicides, insecticides, other chemicals, but what about seed in 2022, Stephanie, you had a chance to talk to somebody that's on top of that issue.
4: That's right. And I was surprised to to learn that, you know, we see effects of supply chain disruption all over the place, right from the grocery store to the mall. But products we don't normally think about are feeling it too, like cover crop seeds. I talked to Andy Levine. He's the president and CEO of the American Seed Trade Association. He says the seed industry sees the effects of supply chain disruption, and it'll become an issue this spring when seeds need to make their way to the Midwest.
5: Stephanie, the one thing that we're very fortunate of is we produce most of our seed right next to the farmers that are going to grow it the following year. So a lot of our seed in the row crop arena is produced here in the U.S. However, a lot of seed we also multiply around the world because of of, uh, challenges here in the U.S. to produce it or uh, other marketing issues. There's a a fair amount of our seed that we produce counter-seasonal or for risk management. And so in our corn, soybeans, uh, crops especially, will produce some of that, a small percent, in South America. And so we need to make sure we have the ability to move that seed back into the United States in February, March, to be able to distribute in case we have a disaster situation in the Midwest during our production year. And so we have to be concerned about that. We have to have the availability of containers to bring that in on ships. It's too expensive to put in the belly of a plane. So... Again, fortunately, we produce a lot of the seed here right in the U.S., and it's close to where the farmer's going to plant it. So we weren't quite as impacted as as other um, inputs that rely on foreign imports.
4: What do people need to know about seed trade? Well,
5: really, the seed trade is the seed dealers that distribute seed to the farmers. They made licensing traits into the varieties that they have in your local area. They distribute it during that uh, early uh, springtime so that farmers have that seed late March, April, to put into the ground so that they uh, can get it taken care of. They also provide the seed treatments on the seed. So if a farmer has specific requests that they want, they're the ones that that, uh, provide that to fill the order or the need that that farmer has. That's that relationship that the farmer has uh, with the seed dealer every year to plant that seed.
4: What are you seeing that's in high demand right now as far as seeds? I, things that are trending off the time of I had, I don't know, cover crops or pest management?
5: Yeah, I, I mean, the, the traits are important. Having that ability to uh, fight pests and disease with the bio, uh, biotechnology traits in our uh, row crops. Um, also, we're seeing a big uptake in cover crop seeds. And so that availability of that mix, it's usually not just one type of or one variety of seeds, say cereal rye, It's also legumes or beets or other things that they want to put in that mix that's beneficial to the soil um, over the winter. So that's a lot of demand as well. But when you've got strong commodity prices, people are looking to plant as much as possible to, to cover that ground.
4: So how do you make sure there's enough seed to go around? How do you produce seeds?
5: Well, if people think about it, we produce seed at the same time somebody's producing their corn crop. And that's our seed crop and it will be, then be harvested, conditioned, and distributed to the farmer the following crop year. And so we're estimating a year out at least of what that demand's is going to be the following year. So it's a bit of a guess. You know, you have to see what the historical perspective is, what's the market demand domestically and globally, and then determine do we want to produce 5% more than last year, 10% more? Do we think it's going to be more soybeans or more cotton or more wheat? And so the the seed companies are constantly determining what that market's going to look like. Obviously, you don't want to produce a lot more because then you carry inventory. So you really want to make sure that you've got the varieties that growers need and want, and you've got good production during the season. So you've got to be careful on disaster, drought, too much rain. Those kind of things impact what we do.
4: Now, speaking of the weather, how has a changing climate impacted or even just changing desires from consumers and farmers impacted innovation happening in the seed industry?
5: Well, what we've fortunately seen, a lot of the research that goes into production of seed um, in in breeding of seed, we're seeing a lot more resiliency in the seed. Talking to farmers this year, uh, a lot of places in the northern uh, Corn Belt, didn't get any rain after May 1st, or very little rain after May 1st, and still produced 30, 40, 50 bushel soybeans. Uh, A lot of the corn growers, the same way, they got really good um, returns given the weather this year, and that's all due to the resiliency of those varieties and the ability to adapt to drought conditions, or in some cases, too much rain. This year we saw it in drought, and uh, we continue to improve those varieties year after year in order to make them uh, that resilient. It's going to be tough. You know, we, we saw that this year. We saw it in Canada. We saw it in the, the Northern Plains. And um, we're going to continue to be stretched to, to make sure that we've got those varieties that will perform even in the worst situations.
4: Yeah. Is it, I mean, you guys rely on uh, partnerships with commodity groups or universities or anything like that to?
5: Well, uh, universities are key to us. They're, our land grants are the ones who do all the research, really do that bench science about genetics and what makes a a plant uh more adaptable to weather changes and conditions but also yield and and oil qualities and those other things that you look for so we'll continue to work very very closely uh, i would say hand in glove with our land-grant institutions and the research that they do and then the farmers they tell us every year they evaluate how well are you performing how well is uh you know are you meeting what you told me i could do on my land with that variety you sold me and that, that constant evaluation helps us keep that high level of good quality seed. Yeah.
4: And you also want to protect that good quality of seed. I mean, what does intellectual property look like? How do you protect um, what you guys have developed?
5: Well, the intellectual property is important. You know, it's, it's uh, upwards of 5000000 $5 to $8 million to develop a new variety and bring it to market. That's just a variety. That doesn't include the bio- biotechnology traits that are in that variety. And so, you know, you've got a lot invested there. You go through hundreds of uh, selections before you pick one. And so there's a lot that goes into uh, finding that ideal uh, variety. You protect it with intellectual property, uh, and you want to make sure that you can continue to reinvest that seed for uh, future research. And so that's a key part of it. I mean, there's innovation there, and it's important that that innovation is protected so that we can continue to uh, produce new varieties into the future.
4: And you know, farmers, when they purchase seeds, you say it's certified seed dealers, or you got to you know make sure what you're getting is is right.
5: Well, what we look for is professionally produced seed. It's got to have a. You want to look for a label. You want to understand what the label says as far as germination, and off types, and other things there for production, because that's that seed company's guarantee that it will perform. And so, you really want to make sure that. When you're looking at seed and you're buying seed, you talk to that seed dealer and you say, okay, what's the label tell me and what are you guaranteeing me for my production this year? And that's the most important part because that seed company is going to stand behind what they sell the farmer.
4: Well, then we're going to walk right into biosecurity. Uh, remember, Andy, when people were getting seeds in the mail unsolicited?
5: Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, a lot of seed was coming from China. We really We worked very closely with the U.S. Department of Agriculture on where that was coming from, what it meant. Uh, it was coming into this country most of the time in boxes marked jewelry, not seed, and we just tried to alert the consumers, farmers, and others that were getting the seed that make sure you know what you're planting, where's it coming from, who owns it, and is there a test on it? And those are the key things. Uh, in uh, what USDA found in working with all different parts of the government was that it was a marketing fishing expedition, and there was on the label there was a. a Email address that you contact and talk to them and they would hook you in. We did a lot of work with USDA getting a message out to both the agriculture community as well as consumers to say, hey, you know, this is not good stuff. Send it into USDA, let them do an evaluation, let them do a test. We found a lot of wheat seed, a lot of other things that are not good to put in either your garden or into a, a you know your field. So you want to make sure that you know where your seed's coming from and you know that seed dealer.
4: Anything new in twenty twenty two?
5: In 2022, we're still looking for policy dr- drivers on uh, breeding methods like gene editing. What's the U.S. government going to say? How are they going to treat that? How do we make sure that we can bring innovation to the farmer and we're not handcuffed by uh, by government regulations that really uh, stymie innovation? So a lot of things going on there with the new administration, and we, we continue to work very closely with them and the farmer community to make sure that we've got the newest, best-performing seeds on the market.
4: Any concern that export concerns when it comes to, like, GMO seeds going to Europe or the EU?
5: Yeah, I mean, we're still concerned that Europe uh, doesn't have an expeditious process to approve the grain that's produced from certain GMO varieties. We're still behind on that. I would say our bigger concern right now is uh, some of the policies that are coming forth from Mexico on GMO uh, corn especially, as well as glyphosate tolerant and glyphosate uh, residue. So we're working very closely with uh, with the Biden administration, a trade representative and the USDA to make sure that that is top of mind every time the president or secretary Vilsack talks to Mexico to make sure that this can't happen. I mean, there's not enough conventional seed, conventional grain in the world to supply what Mexico needs for their livestock. And that's kind of the direction that the current administration down there is going. We don't believe it's the right direction. I don't think our grower or, uh, organizations believe it's the right direction. And we're going to continue to stay on top of that.
4: Again, that's Andy Levine with the American Seed Trade Association. He reminds me again that the key issue the group is working on with USDA is to make sure there's no barriers to moving seed globally, especially as U.S. imports seeds for the coming growing season. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
2: Escape the madness and hit the snowy, snowy slopes at Tyro Basin with Mother Nature and massive snow-making equipment on your side. All the runs are open with thousands of pounds of that champagne powder you just love to cut through. It's the perfect place for all levels of skiing and snowboarding. And perhaps you're not too sure about skis and snowboards. Well, Tyrol Basin's got that covered. Grab your friends and check out the gigantic snow tubing hill and have an absolute blast this winter season. From the family friendly snow tubing and beginner slope options to the more challenging runs for the highly experienced. It's all right here at Tyrol Basin. Change your winter experience forever. It's an exhilarating breath of fresh air. Escape the madness. Hit the snowy slopes and join the Tyrol Basin family. Just minutes from Madison near Mount Horeb. For details on hours and pricing, visit tyrolbasin.com.
6: of you have said you don't want to haggle over car prices. That's 80% of you who don't want to jump through hoops or play games. So Bergstrom Automotive got rid of it. All of it. The haggling, the cat and the mouse routine, even the salespeople. Bergstrom Automotive simply has non-commissioned advisors. They're not trying to win a contest or make quotas. They're paid to do nothing more than help you. Bergstrom knows they offer the most desired makes and models out there. Allow them to assist you in selecting the right one for you. Plus, guaranteed credit approval on a vehicle you choose to call your own. While the other places wheel and deal, today's buying experience? The better way is at Bergstrom Automotive. Visit a Bergstrom location near you or bergstromauto.com. Join us.
1: Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Already, all kinds of winter weather advisories out there as we start our Wednesday. It's brought to you courtesy of Comp Your Financial Time for your Ag Weather Update. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us. First, Happy New Year. Glad I'm back along with you. Let's talk a little bit about this because from a geographic standpoint, sounds to me like literally everybody across the state of Wisconsin has got Uh, a winter weather advisory impacting them.
3: Right. That winter weather advisory, in effect, for all of us until 6 p.m. today. It does cover the entire state, uh, part of uh, most of Minnesota as well. And there's a blizzard advisory in southeast Minnesota, Austin to Preston to Rochester, There could be some pretty strong winds with a little heavier snow in that southeast part of Minnesota. As far as we're concerned, not a big deal for snow. I see just over two inches at Mosinee up in the Wausau area. Reedsburg officially reporting a half an inch. I'd say about that much that the Hound dog slipped in on the deck here this morning as well. Low pressures in Northeast Wisconsin, it's going to head east and northeast and away from the state, but it still means some snow today. And the biggest factor, not snow. I mean, we're not going to get six inches around any of our listening areas. A little more light snow to be seen, but the winds are the biggest factor. The west winds gusting up to 40 and even 44 miles per hour. That means a lot of lack of visibility, blowing of that powdery new snow, some of the old snow that's down as well, blowing around. The radar indicating a band of activity from the Fox Valley, Oshkosh, Fond du Lac, even Beaver Dam back up into central Wisconsin, La Crosse and Mauston, back into northwest Wisconsin, eastern Minnesota with that low pulling away. That light snow lingers, could fall now and again today or tonight, maybe even just into early Thursday. But an inch or so if it accumulates in one area, that's all we expect. Otherwise, just blowing and a lack of visibility and wind chills Feeling colder than it really is already today, temperatures will fall. It gets colder today and stays a lot colder as we head toward the end of the week. I'll have those forecast details right after this. Overlook Farms.
6: Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month?
3: A minute? I've got hours.
6: What?
7: Because
5: Ingenia herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently.
6: If now's not a good time...
8: Thanks to Ingenia
5: herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got?
6: Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno...
8: Ingenia herbicide is a U.S.
9: EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions.
4: Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep dairy strong.
0: righty. Stu, let's have a few more details on what we should uh, expect for today. Hang on to your hats, that's for sure.
3: Of course, the winter weather advisory in effect until 6 p.m. statewide, and that's mostly because of very strong west winds. So clouds, winds, some light snow, total accumulation maybe up to an inch in the east and south, one or two near La Crosse or Mauston but it's going to be a lot of blowing and the like. Temperatures still pretty mild in the east in the upper 20s. They're going to fall, and in the west it stays colder. We drop down to the low double digits, and that's about the best we'll hope for today. The west winds 12 to 25, gusting to 40-plus. Still cloudy, breezy, some very light snow and blowing snow overnight. We fall into the single digits. Wind chills oh, down around 5 below and better. With the northwest winds at 10 to 20, they'll gust around 25 and 30. And then mostly cloudy, a few flurries early Thursday and a cool day. A lot of low double digits, maybe just upper single digits in the west with the northwest winds at 5 to 15. Fortunately enough, the winds diminish, but the cold air builds in. And with some sunshine Friday, we'll be around 10 or 12 at best. The west winds at 5. And there could be just a little light mixed precipitation around for Saturday, Panth. And those temps staying on the cool side. But more likely, almost normal, back into the upper
0: 20s. Yep, that's what we expect for this time of the year. Good enough, Stu. We'll catch up with you tomorrow, buddy.
3: You bet. Take care.
0: Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Remember, Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Find out more. Visit com And do make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Uh, those neighbors that might be compromised, of course, your animals. It's going to be a cold one.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. What to do with three days off each week? A quick trip up
10: north? Hit the bike trails around the Driftless? Or just lounge around binge-watching your favorite movies? When you work at Cardinal Glass in Mazamani, your career is world-class, so you can live first-class. You work four days a week with three days off. Cardinal Glass in Mazamani is now hiring production associates and maintenance, competitive pay, advancement opportunities, medical, dental, vision, profit-sharing, and more. Apply today at cardinalglassmazo.com.
11: So you've bought that new house or condo, and everything fits just perfect with your style, except for that outdated bathroom. This private yet relaxing room could be updated with today's spa-like features from Actuate Improvement. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Create actuate it's that time of your forgiving and taking with so many people shopping online because of the pandemic, this holiday season, we are expected to have a record-breaking year for home deliveries and those pesky porch pirates. These adventurous thieves feast on crimes of opportunity, often finding their treasure in apartment complexes and vulnerable front porches. If you'd like to keep your deliveries, Madison Area Crime Stoppers has a few package theft prevention tips. Have your packages held at your local carrier facility for pickup. Take advantage of ship-to-store for curbside pickup or check out Amazon's locker feature. You can request that your package have a signature confirmation upon delivery. Ask your carrier to place packages in an area out of Plain view have packages delivered to your work scheduled delivery for times you will be home have packages delivered to a neighbor who is home or install a video doorbell since they are already on your property and porch some of these porch pirates will also check for unlocked doors so make sure that the exterior of your home and any vehicles are locked up every day and night if you have any information regarding porch pirates please contact Madison area crime stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com individuals contacting crime stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward
6: You know what makes car buying unpleasant? The pressure, the absolutely out of control, uncomfortable pressure. You know what causes that? Salespeople, salespeople on a commission, pushing you into a car they want to sell you. Bergstrom Automotive got rid of that. All of that. When you come into any Bergstrom Automotive location in Madison or Middleton, you're a guest. You'll be met by one of their advisors. Whether you pick the most expensive car on the lot or a discount used car, their advisors get paid the same. Bergstrom advisors know that the only thing they have to do is listen to you and help you find the right car. And if for some reason you don't find the perfect vehicle, they'll shake hands and hope you come back again. But pressure? No, never. The better way is at Bergstrom. BergstromAuto.com. Join the Bergstrom
12: Auto family.
6: Escape the
2: madness and hit the snowy, snowy slopes at Tyro Basin. With Mother Nature and massive snow-making equipment on your side, all the runs are open with thousands of pounds of that champagne powder you just love to cut through. It's the perfect place for all levels of skiing and snowboarding. And perhaps you're not too sure about skis and snowboards. Well, Tyrol Basin's got that covered. Grab your friends and check out the gigantic snow tubing hill and have an absolute blast this winter season. family-friendly snow tubing and beginner slope options to the more challenging runs for the highly experienced it's all right here at tyrol basin change your winter experience forever it's an exhilarating breath of fresh air escape the madness hit the snowy slopes and join the tyrol basin family just minutes from madison near mount horeb for details on hours and pricing visit tyrolbasin.com
12: huh nice hardwood floor Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need.
10: Rogers has got to be your MVP. Has to be. We'll hear from his podium in one second. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Yellow. Probably that drunk. All right, so when it comes to Aaron Charles Rogers, Rowdy with his performance. Now, Tom Brady tried to have some late, well, did have some late heroics, leading the Bucks to a win over the Jets. But Aaron Rodgers, what he did was surgical, efficient, also made his team the... Number one seed. They now have the bye. It's over. The Packers got it wrapped up. And with all the injuries
7: and, you know, Rodgers doing what he did this season,
10: I think it's fair to say that he's the MVP.
7: Yeah, last week towards the end of the week we looked at the MVP odds and he was the favorite at minus 175. And then there was Tom Brady in second place at plus 400. And then I believe it was Jonathan Taylor and a a mess of other guys that were all tied at like plus uh, 1,000. Well this is the new updated update standings. So Aaron Rodgers goes from minus 175 favorite to minus 400 favorite. Wow. So now he is the only overwhelming favorite here. Tom Brady's plus 400 becomes a plus 550 and then Jonathan Taylor and Joe Burrow who I know Joe Burrow wasn't even in the top 5 no. last week. He's now dropped into the top five, but uh, Jonathan Taylor went from plus 1,000 to plus 1,400 tied with Joe Burrow.
10: Yeah, Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the MVP is his. Now, the question is, if he doesn't play against the Lions, does it hurt his MVP chances?
7: I think it does.
10: I think it does to a degree, but you got to look at what the full body of work, what Rodgers has done with the injuries, locking up the number one seed early. That accounts for something, obviously, but him not playing, potentially, does hurt it a little bit. But, Rowdy? It sounds like Rodgers is going to be playing. Take a listen. I'm going to play
13: next week, and uh, I expect Devontae to play and our guys to play. So we're looking forward to finishing off the season on a high note and and then uh, getting the bye.
7: I think he knows it will hurt his case a little bit, and he wants he wants that fourth MVP, especially oh, yeah. when he thinks the woke mob's after him. Oh, yeah. He definitely wants that fourth MVP, wants to play, knows it's the crappy Lions.
10: Cancel cancel culture was the sweatshirt he was wearing what last week, two well, weeks ago?
7: and you know that if there are a lot of and I agree, journalists and sports writers out there that don't want to give them that trophy, not playing in the final game, Don't give him an inch, Rowdy. Yeah, exactly. I think they'll even use that against him. Oh, he didn't play in the last game. His numbers aren't exactly what Tom Brady had or Joe Burrow.
10: If you give him an inch, they'll take a
7: mile, and then they'll want another mile the next day, and another
10: mile the day after that,
7: and then another mile the day after that. It would just be another reason for them to vote against
10: it. You give someone a little bit of power, they're going to want more tomorrow. Mm -mm -mm. Here's Rodgers, the practice status ahead of the Detroit game.
13: I feel like there's a legitimate chance I could practice two days this week. Uh, Definitely practice Friday for sure. And then maybe uh, be able to get out on Thursday as well, uh, which would be great. uh, Get back into that, uh, you know, which is generally the padded practice of the week. So and then, you know, without any issues uh, in Detroit, uh, I feel like we're getting really close.
10: So the big question is, you know, do you do you
13: sit them? Do you let him sit for
10: two weeks to get healthy? What about the status of his toe, his injured pinky toe? Well, here's Rogers on his pinky toe.
13: This is the first game that my toe got through the game without any issues. Uh, no pregame uh, painkiller shot. So I'm feeling good.
10: Take the man on his word, right, Rowdy? Sounds like that toe's doing okay. And uh, that cold weather at Lambeau, what well, was the real feel? One degree last night. Rogers talks about playing in the cold.
13: Tonight was one of those nights. We haven't had a game like this in in a while, temperature-wise, but um, it's just different. You know, it is different. The the whole feel of it, I feel like, you know, teams can break a little bit easier uh, when it is this cold because there's an excuse, the weather. So
10: Rodgers also talks when it comes to the game itself. Alan Lazard on the offense recently. Now, Randall Cobb, i.e. Cobby, who, could you believe that he's at practice last week? You see Randall Cobb there after the core injury? Randall Cobb at practice, um, Rogers talks about, though, Alan Lazard stepping up in his absence.
13: He does all the dirty work. So to get him the ball is, is awesome because he's a very unselfish guy. Uh, he can go in there, stick his head in there, and block, uh, and block on the edge as well for, for some of our run solution stuff. But he's been you know making plays down the field, which is great.
10: And then speaking of making plays on the field, Rowdy, how about Devontae Adams and some of those catches last night at Lambeau?
7: Yeah, they were, there were a few of them, like, like it seems like every week, where Devontae Adams is running a route, almost looks like a fade route. The safety's trying to be over the top, and they still fit it in there.
1: Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Frosty is the name of the game today when it comes to weather. A lot of winter weather advisories out there. The wind is probably going to be the biggest element to battle with today. We'll see daytime highs around 16 degrees, 40% chance of snow showers. That means that wind is likely going to move that snow All over the place could could cause uh, some driving challenges for folks uh, coming into town or exiting in the afternoon drive. And for folks out in the rural community, yeah, you've got some cleanup you're going to have to monitor on your own. I'm PM Yankee. Now from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today is the fifth day of January. Let's take a look at some notable items. On this day back in 1933, construction of the Golden Gate Bridge started. Considered one of the best-known symbols of the United States, they started construction on this day back in 1933. Let's wish happy birthday in 2022. Today, actress Diane Keaton turns 76, and actor Bradley Cooper, well, he's 47 years young. Happy birthday. And now you know...
4: It's Wednesday and time to visit with our friends from Steffes Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. They've been keeping us up to date on the high demand for used equipment. Maybe you didn't get that combine you wanted for Christmas, huh? Well, January might be your month to get some new used equipment. Ashley Hune joins us with what we need to be thinking about in 2022 when we're browsing online auctions But first, Ashley, let's reflect on just how aggressive the market was in 2021. I understand you have some stats to share.
9: Yeah, we do. And, you know, we're very fortunate that we had a very good year in 2021. We did 700 auctions in 11 different states. Um, So we're, we're very thankful to have clients that trust us and ask us to do their auction. And, you know, what does that translate into? Well, we sold just shy of 1,500 tractors. We sold... 364 combines. And also, you know, with the land sales that we do, we ended up selling 24,679 acres of farmland this last year.
4: So what does that say about the year? Are we breaking records here or is this on trend? Well,
9: yeah, you know, we're definitely growing. Uh, Our our scale is getting bigger every year and we're expanding into new areas. Um, Just hired another salesperson in the great state of Wisconsin here. So Um, We'll have someone local. Um, As far as you look at our website and you know, pretty much everything's online as far as what people want to look at and see the pictures. Um, We had a total page views on our website last year of 40,554,000, which when you think about that, that is just absolutely astronomical to think that that many people are looking for equipment and with the amount sold. Yes, there was records. Uh, just about every day in the month of December. And, you know, if you follow Machinery Repeater, any of those guys that deal with machinery and, and statistics, uh, we're right on top.
4: And some of that excitement was generated by a farmer YouTube star, I hear.
9: Uh, and Farms, uh, they put out a big video of one of the sales we did in December. They're one of those big YouTube stars that people like to watch and different things. And they did an expose at one of our auctions uh, before the auction, which is had to do with you know the guys out there lining up and cleaning up, and then they came back and followed up with uh, video shots from the auction itself. So, if you're into auctions and, and prices and different things, it's definitely something to check out. And. As of right now, we're, we're booking sales as we speak for the spring auction right here.
4: Yeah, so if you're buying or selling, you'll want to get in touch with Steffes Auction. I'll share their phone number here in a minute, but you can also engage with them with your fingertips, right, through the Steffes Group app.
9: Yeah, we do. You know, don't forget the free app. So if you're if you're sitting there wondering, uh, uh, what am I going to do, my banker wants me to put this balance sheet together, just download the free Steffes Price app. Just type in a model number or type in four-wheel drives or combines, and you'll have three years of price history right at your fingertips.
4: What do you guys have coming up in January where using this free price app will be a key factor in getting prepared?
9: January always starts out really slow, but there's definitely some carryover of of items that are going to be on the two monthly consignments that happen in January. So the guys that were a little late to pull the trigger and make a decision in December – all those items will be on the first January sale. The second January sale is looking pretty big already. I know there's a bunch of cat tractors, e-models on that auction. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out.
4: Yeah, whether you want to fill the shed or clean it out for 2022, you'll want to get in touch with Steffis Group.
9: You know, there's just lots of going on. And, and if you're thinking about a farm sale or, or even a small liquidation, one piece, or maybe it's a handful of pieces, it really starts with that phone call where we come out, we visit, we look at the machinery, we talk about the different options, and what's best for you.
4: Ashley Hewn along with us. All the information you need is at steffisgroup.com. And don't forget about their app that's available online. And that toll-free number, you can always call them at 800 726 8609 again that's steffesgroup.com or call their toll free number 800-726-8609 Start off the new year strong by participating in the Dairy Business Association's Annual Dairy Strong Conference, January 19th and 20th at the Monona Terrace in Madison. Dairy Strong brings together a wide variety of management philosophies and allows you to explore innovative ideas. At Dairy Strong, surround yourself with forward-thinking farmers and business owners. Register for the Dairy Business Association's Annual Dairy Strong Conference at dairyforward.com. Virtual options are also available. Let's keep dairy strong.
0: Where the dairy markets were on a tear yesterday in Chicago, barreled cheese gained eight and three quarters cents on Tuesday to a dollar eighty. forty pound block cheese was up three and a half cents at two o one and a half double a butter. Up 16 cents yesterday at 265 a pound. Right now, February milk is up 40 cents at 22.19 a hundredweight. So, some good news for our dairy industry. Unfortunately, the grain trade this morning is on a softer note. March corn's down about a penny right now at 609. Soybeans for March have turned it around now, up six and a half at 1396 and a quarter. The March wheat is up down a nickel at 764. July new crop wheat down a nickel as well at 760 a bushel. Coming up next, we're focused in on a very important agribusiness gathering coming up next week at the Alliance Energy Center. And although we may not be getting much done in fields today, where there's a lot of planning for those fields, Tom Bresner and the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic up next.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngkey. The best soybeans in Wisconsin just got even better. The next generation of Enlist E3 soybeans are here and available now from Dairyland Seed. We're talking unique genetics only available in Cordova brand products. An improved agronomic package, including better tolerance to white mold and more yield potential, with proven performance in research trials. Make the better choice with Next Gen Dairyland Seed brand and List E3 soybeans. Visit Dairylandseed.com or contact your local Wisconsin dealer to learn more.
3: As a contractor, time is money.
7: At Advanced Concrete, we pride ourselves on excellent service. Like being on time with your delivery, having prompt and experienced drivers. We think you'll agree, Advanced Concrete outperforms the other guys.
6: The concrete producing company, the contractors rely on Advanced Concrete.
11: Producing concrete
3: foundations to maintain
11: concrete relationships. It's that time of year for giving and taking. With so many people shopping online because of the pandemic, this holiday season, we are expected to have a record-breaking year for home deliveries and those pesky porch pirates. These adventurous thieves feast on crimes of opportunity, often finding their treasure in apartment complexes and vulnerable front porches. If you'd like to keep your deliveries, Madison Area Crime Stoppers has a few package theft prevention tips. Have your packages held at your local carrier facility for pickup, take advantage of ship-to-store for curbside pickup, or check out Amazon's locker feature. You can request that your package have a signature confirmation upon delivery, ask your carrier to place packages in an area out of View. Have packages delivered to your work, schedule delivery for times you will be home, have packages delivered to a neighbor who is home, or install a video doorbell. Since they are already on your property and porch, some of these porch pirates will also check for unlocked doors. So make sure that the exterior of your home and any vehicles are locked up every day and night. If you have any information regarding porch pirates, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266 6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward.
1: From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report
0: with Pam Youngke. The Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic coming to us in the early part of 2022. And of course, the fellow that's behind organizing a lot of that is Tom Bressler, and he joins us now. Tom, let's talk a little bit uh, first off on how things are going for the industry. I have a lot of interest in how our agribusiness partners are trying to manage through some of the latest uh, restrictions regarding vaccination, providing uh, proof of vaccination, that kind of thing. You know, for agribusiness that's already strained with regard to available employees, I've got to believe this is a conversation you've been hearing about.
8: Absolutely. You know, in agriculture, we've always said that uh, every year is different. Uh what worked last year probably won't work this year, and and you talk about things being thrown at the ag industry this year that we never even dreamed about, uh, whole new challenges. Whether it's you know the manpower issue, whether it's this vaccine mandate, whether it's the uh, supply uh, disruptions, uh, it, it's it's one of those years that there have been lots and lots of challenges just coming on top of each other. Uh, so you know we'll we'll continue to weather through, but uh, a lot of things happening in the industry.
0: And this uh this uh situation of uh vaccination, what have your co ops been telling you as far as reaction tentatively from employees, Tom?
8: Well, you know, the the immediate reaction when when this mandate was put on and keep in mind, Wisconsin Agri Association, we represent all of Agribusiness, whether it's small uh family owned companies all the way to the to the multinationals, we represent everybody and our request is always that uh, everybody be put on a level playing field, and immediately that was the biggest concern when uh, a mandate for companies over one hundred employees because it 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 makes an unlevel playing field for the ag industry there's room for the little guys there's room for the big guys they can all play well together, but now you're making an unlevel playing field as as I talk with some of my bigger members um, first of all it's it seems to be the bigger companies that always take on the more regulation, and so they've already have had to add people to their HR departments and to their safety programs in order to to be able to keep everything in compliance with all of the digger, big regulations that come their way. And now all of a sudden, here's another one that they need to be able to manage. So it's the paperwork side and get everything into place. That's the first concern. The second concern is, quite honestly, we've had vaccines around so long now that the ones that are not vaccinated most likely are not going to get vaccinated, <clears throat> and so you start putting in testing programs. And we've had employees that have come right out and, and said, you know, if if I'm going to have to get vaccinated or I'm going to have to test each week, I'm just going to walk down the road and go to work for somebody that is a company less than 100 employees, and which, which emphasizes how unlevel of a playing field we have here with the new regulation. So there's a lot of concern out there. I mean, it hasn't been put in place yet. Is that going to actually happen? We will probably find out, uh, but there is certainly a lot of concern for companies out there.
0: Absolutely. You know, we're still trying to feel our way through in 2022 as far as uh, travel and shows. You are put right in the crosshairs January 11th through the 13th with the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic at the Alliant Energy Center. How's the show coming together, Tom?
8: It's coming along great. We've got all of our speakers lined up. Uh, We'll have, uh, besides our general session, we've got a a total of uh... fifty two um, uh... educational breakout session speakers that'll be coming in uh... Um, speaking on various topics uh... we're also adding something this year with all of the back uh... backup on on pesticide test uh... application uh... testing we're adding a session to where people can come in and and get their pesticide applicators test done and, and get updated uh, you know, things are coming together well. Uh, when we started planning this back in August, we made the decision this year it's going to be 100% in person. Uh, we're still sataying with that. You know, we may we may run into a few humps and bumps here and there, but uh, it is being planned in person. Um, everything's lined up. We're working on the final details now. Um, registrations are coming in, and we're really hoping for a great show.
0: I don't know if people can quite respect how important the Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic is from a lot of different ways. Networking is always my number one. That's where I want to go. But you also do a lot of practical training for folks that we are going to need mobile and ready to go this spring.
8: Yeah, you know, one of the important things, you look at all of these crop scouts and everybody that's working on writing nutrient management plans and that are helping farmers do all of their planning, they're required to maintain to keep their certification they're required to uh get uh CEUs um, continuing education units uh each year to show that they're furthering their education and this is one of the biggest opportunities in the middle of January when you can't be out in the fields doing anything else besides the coming together and and the networking uh seeing all the the new stuff at the trade show it is the opportunity for them to spend three days picking up their continuing education units uh, to prepare them for the rest of the year. Um, we've got uh, receptions, we've got a silent auction for scholarships. There's just so much that we've, we, we cram into a three-day show. There's something going on all the time, and people are really excited to be there.
0: You know, and the other thing I'm noticing, and people need to understand, technology has advanced. I mean, my goodness. Now, we're farming by the square foot in many cases and looking for those uh, efficiencies for our economics. And these uh, crop consultancies, agribusiness advisors, they need to stay up on all the latest technical (laughs) information that way, don't they?
8: Absolutely. And, you know, agriculture, you've always heard it, you know, we're the original environmentalists, you know. Yes, there are water issues out there. Yes, there are are issues that need to be dealt with. And agriculture wants to take it on head-on, and we want to be the ones, the first ones on the front line to fix that. And so as we're looking at technologies, as we're looking at new products, everybody's excited about them because if we can continue to increase yields, you know, that's a challenge that's been put on agriculture now for however many years, saying, you know, the, the world population continues to grow, Are you going to be able to feed them? And our answer is, yes, we are going to be able to feed them. We're going to be able to continue to increase our production, but we want to do it in an environmentally safe way. And it's these new technologies and these new products that are going to help us to get there, and everybody is excited to see those and and figure out how they can use them into their production methods.
0: You know, I mentioned uh, the networking that takes place at Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic, and Tom Bressler is along with us. He's the coordinator behind it. Let's talk also about the hallway conversation, Tom. I mean, we've been discussing it for months now, uh, the pending concern over availability of herbicides, availability of fertilizer. I've got to believe that's going to pick up some of the conversation.
8: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um you know a lot of the inputs when you look at the finished pesticides that we uh, apply to fields a lot of the input ingredients that go into that come from China uh, other parts of the world and so you know it's not just a matter of boy you know we're we're short people and we're short uh, containers off of ships and it, it it's just an absolute uh, massive pile of things that have made the disruptions and so not only will that be a major point of uh, discussion in the hallways, we actually have a gentleman, his name is Josh Linville from Stonex, which is a large commodity company. He's coming in from Des Moines, Iowa, and will be doing one of the breakout sessions. And his discussion, and, and he, he specializes in this, and uh, his discussion will be ag supply chain disruptions, what to expect in 2022. So not only will be a discussion in the hallways, we're, we're planning breakout sessions as well, help everybody prepare the best they probably can uh, for what will happen in 2022.
0: Boy, and you're not fooling around. I mean, you also have listed Ted McKinney, who is uh, USDA's uh, Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Affairs. That that ought to give us uh, some, at least, information, moments for pause. You know what I mean when it comes to 2022?
8: Ted, actually, when he was Undersecretary last year, when we did our classic uh... virtually he was our keynote speaker virtually and everybody loved him and boy we'd love to have him back well obviously we have changed administration since then so he is he's not the undersecretary anymore but he is the executive director of the national association of department of state department of agriculture so he's working with all the state department of agriculture's across the nation and his expert uh, expertise is still in foreign trade And so as far as his knowledge on what is going in with each of these nations, because when he was undersecretary, he was in all of those discussions. He was on top of what's going on in this nation and that nation. And we really look forward to his presentation talking about what is happening across the world and where are we seeing some improvement and where are the big bottlenecks and the challenges and... Uh, Ted McKinney is just a, an, a, not only an outstanding speaker, just an outstanding person. And we really look forward to having him kick off the convention on Tuesday, the 11th.
0: Boy, I'll tell you, it is a jam-packed conference, that is for sure. The Wisconsin Agribusiness Classic is back January 11th through the 13th at the Alliance Energy Center. It is where all the industry leaders will be talking about what they dealt with in 2021 and what they're